Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app.
Greasy Hearts on the Road Now on Radio Free Brooklyn. It is Monday evening, 8 o'clock, and we are here bringing you the music of Brooklyn and definitely beyond tonight with our guests all the way from Dublin, Ireland. We are here, like I say, every Monday bringing you the music of Brooklyn and beyond to the world on Radio Free Brooklyn. Please welcome to the studio, me, Vinny, Banettes, Volpines. Hey! <laughs> So we, we could do a whole little tourist episode, right, about where you've been and all the rest of it. But let's uh, let, let's focus on a bit of music to start and then we'll just Definitely. we'll whatever. Then we'll talk about going back to Bravenhead Brewery and having a pint or two for five <laughs> for five dollars. So we opened the show with a song by Banette's Slow Burning Fire, followed it with Greasy Hearts. I need it and I want it from there. Very recently released. Uh, Man Could Get Lucky EP, which was released on Friday. For any of you who are listening from outside of the New York City area, or if you're still here, if you want to find out more about Brooklyn-related uh, music, you should go to kingpizzarecords.com. Greasy Hearts are playing on Friday night, Saturday night at the Windjammer, Five Bucks, Advertisers, Greasy Hearts, Vominos, and Old Lady. So, cool. Hey, how are you guys doing? You're surviving. Great. Great. We love uh, it. Uh, Vinny, you might just... Pull that a little closer to you, so so we can hear you. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you because this is gonna be the first time I've had two people in the studio. <laughs> um, well, I've had two people in the studio before, of course. We've had full bands and whatnot, but somebody who's a duo and somebody who does solo, okay. which, which is tougher? Ooh, it's an interesting it's question, question, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's. I'm going to say, for me personally, yeah, I think being a solo is a little bit easier. Um, just from a standpoint, because I've played in bands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've played with drummers. <laughs> I've played with lead guitarists. Yeah. You know, and it's just, I feel that solo, you can kind of do your own thing a lot. And you don't have to ask anybody if you want to change a lyric or yeah. you want to um, a change that middle eight. Before the gig, you can just do it. Before the gig, yeah, you do. You do. do that, right? No, I like being. Well, like I've only been in one band, which is the band I'm in now, and I really like it because we're on the same page about everything. So, you know, Kaz plays drums and I sing and I play guitar, so we just leave each other to that. You know, that's why we don't have a bassist because three might ruin the the dynamic. Yeah. You know. So yeah, no, it's nice to have company as well. Um makes it more exciting and yeah i don't know i guess i've never been a solo artist so there are probably pluses and minuses but i like being in a band Ho- hopefully Vinny, you're not bringing any drama onto yourself right because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> because that's always yeah. what i what i find like if when people talk about deal breakers with former bands or what's going on it's that you know there's just extra drama that yeah that results and when the drama starts getting introduced yeah um it's like no that's it we can't overcome that so beauty of doing it as a solo artist um and i think from based on my experiences talking with people who are in duos as guests that's one of that's honestly one of the things that they love about it is that as long as you're on that same wavelength as your as your bandmate you know that like if you're on the same wavelength then there's no it's not a chore you're not it's not a struggle of personalities it's we're both in this together and we have separate roles different instruments and then if you can bring that together i think you're onto a winner yeah and i mean i i love collaboration as well and i love playing with other musicians and i definitely will have more people in the band but it's going to be more of a floating thing as opposed right. to a 
a set group maybe um because i've done that a lot it's sometimes it's great and it works out but um i just find sometimes it's easier um to get people in and then you can you don't have to rely on them so much so if you want to do a gig on saturday night you can do you can do the gig you know you don't have to say you might have are you free yeah exactly yeah um one of the things I, I've also noticed is that people are, seem to be doing a little bit more of hired guns. Uh, I don't know if you've thought of that for some of those like performances. Yeah, thing, right? I, I yeah. do it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, like that yeah. will sure will flesh out the sound. Um, but here's what I'm going to do. You're here. You're playing the songs and then yeah. you're going home <laughs> and yeah. I'm going to keep creating yeah. songs as, yeah. as, as band ads. So, yeah. Okay. The violins in the song we just heard, Slow yeah. Burning Fire. Did, yeah. Did you do those as well, or is that pulling? I, I, I help write the music and write the pieces, but we, we, we got somebody in. So a hired gun, as you say. Yeah. So we got somebody into the studio. But we, we it was the case of I had an hour with them. So I, I was like a, a hundred, I'm going to say bucks because I'm in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> and if, you, and if yeah. you say quid, no one's going to know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. How much does that worth? Or euros. Oh, euros. Yeah, yeah. That's right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, am I so old and out of date? That, no, quid no, works. Oh, okay, quid perfect. Works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it was like you have an hour with somebody who to come in, but they don't know what you're doing. They don't, the hour doesn't cover them learning the song beforehand. So you've got to kind of orchestrate them to play the song the way you want it within that hour or else it's like 200 bucks. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's a real, like that piece wasn't written. I had the idea, the melody, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, it was never played on um, violin or viola before. So it was just a case of someone comes in for an hour and once they're really good, you get it down. Yeah. So they just layer it on top of what you were doing. That's how that came about. Yeah. Now, now I, I wasn't thinking I needed to hire security for, for tonight, uh, but I'm going to ask you this next question and I hope you, you know, sort of go at each other. But it, it, you, you guys sort of are on opposite ends of the spectrum somewhat in terms of the, the content of your songs. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. I didn't know what you're going to ask there. Yeah. Oh my God, to get ready here. Up for, uh, <laughs> yeah, big question. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so for those people who may not know, or may not have sort of listened to the lyrics or may not be familiar with the, the song content of Volpines, and you write the Bayonet songs are very sort of, not, I won't want to say traditional love songs, but yeah. there, there is love at its content for the, mm. for the music of yours that I, that I've heard, especially with slow burning fire. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, but Volpines is flips it all on its and so and, yeah. <laughs> and and you're pro. I won't say militant feminist, but incredibly powerful female songs, directed songs. I suppose so. I guess I would never. I just wasn't. I wouldn't call it feminist, but we just happen to be women that play like heavy music, mm-hmm. and the lyrics aren't traditionally like feminist in the today concept of that word yeah but um yeah there's definitely um a different type of emotion kind of like more raw and angry (laughs) (laughs) really yeah yeah so 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 let's hear well let's hear one of those raw and i don't think it's ocd is an angry song no no it's not an angry song (laughs) that's actually a making peace with something that could be viewed as like a negative personality aspect you know it's like people are always saying oh you're really OCD you're like always checking things and like oh you're you know it's like it's not negative 
it's just I'm really organized. I check things like again and again and again. You know, it's just like using it. All right, your advantage. and we're going to follow it with um, the only American-based band that was on the Hell Hath No Fury compilation album, uh, oh. who are out of Brooklyn, uh, Basic Bitches, and then a very new release from another local band, Fat Heaven. You are oh. listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn.
Suburban Nightmare by Fat Heaven. You are listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Fat Heaven's latest release, Cry Baby, was released on the 9th as well. They are doing an EP release show this Friday the 16th with Trashy and Nice Knife. And it is at a secret location. Mm. Sounds nice. It exactly sounds interesting. <laughs> and then before that, we heard Basic Bitches, who are on the Hell Hath No Fury compilation album, their song, My Body, My Choice. You can find more about them at basicbitchesband.com. Um, quickly, and the Hell Hath No Fury album is fucking great, right? Yeah, it is. Class. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what I'm, here's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to give you a download code for Basic Bitches album City Slickers. City Slackers, sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, so, because they have great T-shirts, and when you bought a T-shirt, you got the download oh, code for the, for the album. Uh, but since I already own the album and my wife bought the T-shirt, we got an extra download code. Oh, so, thank right, you. there so you much. go. So, who's thank getting you. it? <laughs> <laughs> just, we clarify just, that. Just, just, to, just, Maeve, just, right, just okay. to clarify, right. that's for sure. I'll give you the T-shirt and I'll have the CD, and we can swap them around then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> And then we open that set with OCD by one of our guests this evening, Volpines. So this happens to be our second anniversary show on Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, so very exciting that we're, I'm sharing it with you. Um, and thank you very much for coming over. Thanks for, for having, having us. us. Look at the budget that I have for the show. It's amazing. It, it is. It's absolutely Those amazing. Like fireworks on the way in and balloons. And we rolled out the red carpet. We don't know why. But he was here. It was Champagne. Weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, how is how's the trip been? Great, yeah, amazing. Yes, yeah, yeah, first. Yeah. Well, it's my first time in New York. It's my first time in America, actually. Yeah, and I like have to say I love it. It's a kind of it's a lot to take in, especially yeah. when you're from a small little shithole. But no, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <Whoa. laughs> no, 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 it's 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 like it keeps giving. There's so much to do. Yeah, we've walked so a much lot. to see. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think walking is the best way yeah. to, to see and experience the city. My wife and I, when we first moved here, we're like, okay, we're going to take the subway. Yeah. And then you're like, that's a pain in the ass. Yeah. And then it's yeah. like, that actually is the most stressful part. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I can't really figure it out. It's like a lottery. It's like, I'm just got to get on this and hope that it brings me to where I want to go. And then you <laughs> yeah, end up yeah. getting out going, oh, I'll get the map out. And it's like, oh, I'm just going to walk it. It's going to take me 40 minutes, but at least I get to see loads of stuff. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> and, and it's a very pleasant 40 yeah. minutes. Yeah, exactly. We stumbled upon like so many nice bars. Places. <laughs> it's like just by walking, you know what yeah. I mean? It's crazy. But we wouldn't have found those had we got the subway everywhere. Yeah. But um, our legs are, my feet are killing me. You know <laughs> but it's mean? worth but, it. Now I've yeah. seen, geez, we've only been here three days. Four yeah, days. three days. So yeah. we've two days left. So we're going to try and pack in as much as we can. Now, have you found the Joe Strummer mural? Not yet. Okay. Is found that the, near... Uh, is, okay, so there's a Blondie one and then there's a Ramones one. Mm-hmm. Are they, like, where is that? So the Ramones one is down close to where CBGB's used to be on the Bowery. Um, I think across the street from it um, is, is, a, is a Think Coffee Shop or something like that. It's very close to the yeah. Bowery Electric uh, which okay. is a, is a pretty good venue yeah. for independent music, um, and then the Joe Strummer one is on the wall by a, a venue called Niagara, and that's on the Lower East Side. Okay, cool. okay right. so and and I think you would enjoy going over to the Lower East Side, uh, enjoy going over by Tompkins Square, right. uh, and just sort of experiencing okay. some of that because that that I think 
brings it uh, brings New York down into a much more micro scale because yeah, yeah, you're yeah. now in a like a in a neighborhood in a community. Yeah, um, you you missed uh, the marathon <laughs> the week okay. before, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, uh, but w- it's the fun part of it is is that it shows how uh, many neighborhoods and how small a town actually New York City ends up being because yeah. people are just out on the streets, yeah. Yeah. you know, supporting everybody and doing all really sort of cool uh, neat things. So nice. Everyone's so nice. It's too much. Yeah, yeah. We didn't know what to expect. Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of everywhere we go. Everywhere is so accommodating and so like want to help you. It's. I have more friends in New York than I do in Dublin. You know what I mean? But it's it's refreshing to hear you say that because I think the the perception of New York is that everybody you know. Just I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Way. People kind of said that to me. Yeah, like, we'll be, like, you know what I mean. New people York are going to be nice. Yeah. It's, it's like they're people so are nice. Way nicer than they are in Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're much, much nicer. <laughs> we're not going to be able to go back. No, but I, I, I think you know, like people are always, you know, grateful that people from out of town come that there's you know whatever yeah. i just don't want to sort of say tourists but you know there's oh, we're tourists. Uh, well yeah, the, yeah. but then anybody sort of comes and you know you want to ask directions i don't know i get asked directions a yeah. lot yeah, uh, yeah i don't know so. whether it's my face or whatever but yeah you know we're kind of like afraid to ask directions just in case we piss anyone off it's a weird so we, thing we'd rather go like the wrong way thing. for like two miles and like ask a direction we're even in the yeah, yeah. we've done that, that and yeah. we're we're even afraid to go up to the people at the desk we're like oh god we don't want to bother them it's like oh yeah, don't, yeah. no no we just walk the they look minutes. busy let's just walk yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no people are lovely here definitely yeah. so it's such a nice feeling since yeah, we got here there, there are the things that uh, say my wife and I have been here 13 years um, and when we sort of think like okay, we're probably not going to retire here. We're not going to, you know, mm. stay here. Um, but it, it's immediately when we think of trying to going somewhere else, it, it's it's the people aspect of it that we know we're going to miss. And yeah. and, and oh, also that nice. bit that we that's can... And if you're here 13 years and you feel that way, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, well, also the bit, like Vinny says, we can just walk down the street and go into a bar, or walk down the street and go into the yeah, bodega yeah. or yeah. do something like that. And, yeah. um, you know... The, uh, the song we played by Fat Heaven was called Suburban Nightmare. Um, and, you know, that's the, the whole thing. I don't want to go back to that. I love the fact that, you know, like I say, we can go out and say, hi, how you doing to people on the street and, and things like that. Yeah, and there's yeah. constant activity. I, I'm the type of person who feels that when there's people on the street, it's much safer. Me yeah, too. I agree, exactly. Because yeah. I live right in the middle of Dublin city centre. Mm-hmm. Probably the busiest spot in Dublin. And I love that it's packed full of people who feel safe. You know, there's people around. You know, it's kind of homely. Yeah. I so I love big cities. I always feel, yeah. you know, comfortable. Where I'm, you're from the country. Yeah, so. I'm from a really small village in southwest of Ireland. Mm-hmm. And it's really quiet and, and really, See, that would freak the it's really beautiful. But you know what I mean? Um, actually, my parents are at home listening tonight. It's 1am though. In yeah. Kerry. Yeah, so <laughs> they stayed up. Yeah, yeah. My mom Hi, and Tom dad. And yeah, yeah. So, so, if, <laughs> so if we wanted to, but we won't. Uh, we could have a big discussion on hurling, right? Oh, we could. Yeah, but we won't. No, we won't. But well, I won't be able to yeah, tell yeah. you one thing about it. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Me either. Okay, good. <laughs> That's why I said we could and we won't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so here, here's a question. Do you guys remember what was the first concert you ever went to go see? Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, oh, you do? Go f- yeah. Go yeah. for it. The first concert I went to? Yeah. No doubt. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, with my dad when I was 11. 
<laughs> well, yeah. well done, Dad. Yeah, I never forget it. I was blown away. I was like, oh, my God, Gwen Stefani. And, and, like, and so did, did she plant a seed to... Yeah, I think so. She was like, even before that, probably Madonna, but I think Gwen Stefani. I remember going to that concert because it was like big, like arena gig in Dublin. So I was like, yeah, that left an impression. Definitely. Yeah, it would do. Yeah. What about you? I was afraid you were going to like draw the attention on me. I can't remember. I remember like the first gig that had a real impression on me was like, um, it's an Irish band called um, Ash. If you've ever heard of them. They're from Northern Ireland. Um, that's kind of rock, punk rock. But, um, they were kind of, kind of blew me. I was kind of like, oh my God, this is, you know, this is something I'd kind of like to do. Yeah. Um, they'd be quite big in, in Ireland and a little bit, I guess in the UK as well, maybe. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I can't remember the first, first gig. Um, could be because I was drunk. Uh, <laughs> and 11. <It's>, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I'm not going to lie and make something up. Sure. Yeah. But but what about, you know, because I, I think there's a real difference between seeing, I know the, the first gigs I saw mm. in bigger venues, and then you finally go see a show in an intimate venue, and then you're oh, like... Yeah. Oh crap! This is really where yeah. it's yeah. at. Yeah. So, do, do you remember who that was? Ooh, those are something. Um, an intimate venue. I'm trying to think. Um, probably Echo and the Bunny Men. I went to see them in a very small venue when I was about fifteen with my mom and dad as well. As soon as you noticed <laughs> a trend here, they brought me, they brought me to a lot of gigs. Yeah. It wasn't like. Let's bring you. It was yeah. we have to bring our daughter because <laughs> we want to go out. <laughs> um, I remember that having an impression on me because it was a really intimate gig. I think, um, yeah, I can't really think of that. I can't think of anything earlier than that. Yeah, I mean, we could go early, but I've seen some bands and in some intimate venues where you wouldn't normally see them in recent years. Like we saw, saw um, Queens of the Stone Age play a really small venue in Dublin. Um, but what's the Olympia? Twelve hundred people, or less? Yeah, eight? yeah, I'd say so. Maybe eight, mm-hmm. twelve hundred people. They, they played the first album, the self-titled Queen's Stone Age album. That just that was like, wow, you know. I mean, seeing this big stadium rock band play to such a small audience, you know, that was that blew me away. Right, you know. Um, but um, you don't get to see that a lot. You don't get to see a lot of these big mm. bands play the smaller. Especially in your home. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Now, me with Volpines. Yeah. You've been doing a lot of stinking shows. Mm. Mm. And you're going yeah. to, when are you going to Germany? Next year? We are going to Germany in two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're playing Munich and Stuttgart. So we've never played there before. Is that, is that really two weeks away? Yeah, it is. I'm just working <laughs> around <laughs> my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, back to so is, is, is now a time again. to start getting nervous about it then? No, I don't get nervous. <laughs> no, no, never. Never? Yeah, no, we haven't played there. Yes, but we, I mean, I've been to Germany loads. I haven't been to Munich, but I've been to Berlin a lot. And I love German people. They really, like, they're mad into music. And I know all their venues are class. Like, they're always very, like, intimate. And I think the festival we're playing... Um, only has a capacity of like 100 people 
Well, it's nearly sold out, so I like that, you know, be nice and small, get all kind of into it. <laughs> and, and Vinny, you're not playing as much as no. Philippines. Um, it depends. I mean, I go through busy spells. I'm kind of, um, I'm writing at the moment and I have a bit of recording coming up. Um, so what I used to do was I, I really wanted to kind of get something going or I was playing even a couple of gigs a week, but Ireland is so small. It's kind of hard to play. You're kind of finding you're playing the same venues um, all the time. You're just doing the same type of circuit. So you right. need to kind of broaden your horizons a little bit, maybe move outside. So I'd like to move outside Ireland a little bit with gigs, uh, maybe the UK and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, so I try and keep it to at least a gig a month um, just to keep fresh. And that allows you to try out some new material. But then in festival season in Ireland, you know, you might have a string of gigs, you know, five or six in a row or, you know, it, it depends. Right. Um, so really depends on the, the time and as well, being a solo act, you get to really pick what you want to play um, to an extent. So there's nobody else saying, well, we have to do this gig. It's like, well, no, we played that twice already in the last six months. Let's, let's yeah. wait and, and play the next one. So. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, I think content is key and I think yeah. having new content as well is really important. So I'm building up, you know, um, more and more songs to, I suppose with acoustic as well, you have to really gauge the audience. So I've gotten to a stage now where I have two different sets. So I'll have a more kind of a picky kind of maybe a somber set, yeah. uh, for, you know, maybe smaller, uh, crowds. And then if I'm supporting, uh, bigger bands or, or something like that because I got called like for a last minute to support the, you know Walking Papers which is Duff McKeegan's band in, in Dublin uh, from Guns N' Roses oh okay yeah yes. yeah it's his, it's his band. why is that name familiar called, yeah so I got called last minute to do to do that gig and they had all their fans right up the front looking at me and I was like had to set together for like a few nice you know numbers <laughs> and I just was like shit I can't do this yeah. you know what I mean so I had to like do the, you know, as much as you can with an acoustic, build yeah. it out, you know. But uh, so I decided, right, I'm going to have two different sets, depending. Yeah. Okay. Can you give us a quick setup for the Wild Colonial Child? A quick? Quick. Uh, n- nobody's heard this before. <laughs> it's a B-side I haven't released. <laughs> All right. But n- n- no other, no other uh, introduction. Uh, after that, and we'll follow it with a brand new track by a local band called Year of. You are listening to The Road and Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn.
There we were, off in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> Wait, what? We're doing a radio show? Jingo by Year Of, which is their brand new release. It's going to be out on November 16th. They are playing at Connolly's, which is very close to Times Square, which is where you were earlier today, yesterday. Yes. Yeah, 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 yesterday. That seems like a million miles away. It seems like a million miles away. And let me guess, there were a few people there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of tourists. It was nice, though. Yeah. Because everyone told us not to go there, but I'm glad we did. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So they're playing on Friday night, the 16th, uh, over at Connolly's. And then on the 17th, they're playing at a local venue called The Gutter with one of my favorite bands called Nuclear Family Fantasy, uh, which is another female-fronted band, uh, which is where we were in the midst of uh, our conversation. Um, I just want to give a shout-out to uh, Hole, since we're celebrating our second anniversary. Uh, there's a local DIY venue called Pet Rescue, which is celebrating their fifth anniversary this weekend, uh, and they are doing shows on Friday and Saturday night, which are just going to be jam packed if uh if either of you can ever get back to play it would be a great place to go play because it's one of those places where people are on top of you um and everybody's sweaty and you just it it, it is it's one of those things like the perfect acoustic venue for me (laughs) um well see that we were talking about you could just you know amp it up and and away you go but yeah yeah God, I can't wait to see this band. Wait, there's one guy with an acoustic? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyways, that's the Pet Rescue 5th Anniversary Show, and there's like an incredible amount of bands uh, playing there. Do either of you remember the first songs you, you wrote as artists? Uh, yeah. I do. do. They don't exist anymore. They, they don't? <laughs> no. no. No, definitely uh, No. No. I think there's a lot of We were young, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot, of, yeah, yeah. I don't think any of those songs made it through the finishing line or like <laughs> to the public. <laughs> I think it takes a while to write a, a song that you're actually happy with. Um, yeah. Definitely. I was in my 20s, early 20s, I guess, before I wrote a song. I was like, oh, that's actually, I actually listened to back. I was like, I'd listen to that, you know what I mean? Um, before that, it was a lot of getting it wrong, you know, so... Um, I think I think yeah. it was called um, Girl from the Street. Girl from the Street. It's so cheesy. It's such a cheesy title. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to play it now. I'm going to play it. Yeah, yeah. Gonna re- Give me the guitar. Going to rework it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bring back bring the, the stomp box in? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Perfect. Mm. Get it to go. So how about memories of your first show, your first performance that you did? either? Volpines, Spanets. Um, our one wasn't even that long ago. I think it was April 2016. And um, we'd been practicing for about six months. Wow, okay. And yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like it's weird because I felt like we were practicing for so long and we were just dying to play a gig. And because we were dying to do it, there was mm-hmm. no nerves at all. And we were just like, let's like go for it. Let's do it. Because we weren't like overthinking it. And then, yeah, that was that was it really. And just snowballed from there. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it was, um, well, this bayonet was probably uh, 2016 as well. Um, in Dingle, in my hometown in, in, mm-hmm. in that with Ireland. Um, but uh, before that, I had a band called Red Moon Bayonet. And that was a 
three other people and I decided I was gonna what I was gonna do when the band kind of dissolved I was gonna just play all those songs about like 20 songs which I was really proud of and it was some really great songs and I kind of said you know I just need I need new music so I scrapped them and I yeah. took them down off Spotify and removed everything and I was like let's write more songs so because to rework them anyway I needed to you know change them so I was like well why not just start from scratch so mm-hmm. I wrote very differently then and you write differently when you're just writing for yourself opposed right. to a full band so yeah 2016 and, and Dingle and Kerry where besides Facebook are the best places for people to find out more information about your bands and pick up the music uh, Instagram Spotify and Twitter so the handle would just be Volpines, like V-U-L-P-Y-N-E-S. What Maeve said, <laughs> uh, Bayonets, B-A-Y-O-N-E-T-S, music. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I also went to uh, the breakingtunes.com. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's we, an we, Irish kind of a, yeah. We, which was a good place to dig up some more music. Um, Woodburning Savages, I need to introduce to people. Yeah, yeah, they're... Um, they're, uh, I think they're a Northern Irish band. Yeah. Yeah, Derry? Yep. Yeah. We don't know them, but yeah. Uh, I, don't think I, I don't think I really listen to them, but yeah. I know well, of them. Well, yeah. tune in next week because we're going to have them on the on the playlist. Cool, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we'll do that. Um, we are going to go out and uh, we're just going to walk around the city even more and, and drop into pubs wherever we can find them. Um, or we will just go down the street and take in some live music. And see what's going on. So Sounds thank great. you so much. I'm glad you, this glad this us. this worked out. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Thank we, you so much. We are gonna close out with one more by and I've been saying it wrong all these all this time. Because you said Volpines. Yeah. And I and I've been saying Volpines. Oh, it's totally grand. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like yeah. So, as long as we're not late for supper, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Uh, so we'll close that with one more from Volpines, brand new release from Emma DeCourcy, and a little bit from Monty. You've been listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Please stay tuned for Everybody Plays the Fool with Shane. Catch you on the flip side.
People say it takes an ocean to wash their guilt away. But all it really took for me was a couple of hefty bags and a bottle of bleach. Some 